Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hi, you're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today is episode 149. Name what you're good at. This is going to be a short episode, but these are words I think we all need to hear. Before we get started, I just want to make sure that you're following me on Instagram because we're going to be doing something kind of fun the next couple of weeks related to the podcast, actually. So if you are not already following me, I'm at the lazy genius. Plus, I have a ton in my story highlights with real time recipes. I just posted a tour of my closet a week ago, plenty of other stuff. So if you're not on Instagram much or just didn't know that I was, I would love for you to follow me over there again at the lazy genius. Okay, naming what you're good at. Why even ask this question? Why would I even ask you to name what you're good at? Because you're too hard on yourself about where you struggle and you likely pay very little attention to where you don't. You don't necessarily name where you thrive and where you're gifted because maybe it feels kind of self-centered to say that or maybe you don't even notice it as a strength or a skill because it comes really naturally. Either way or any of the other ways you might think of, Naming what you're good at is a simple exercise in being kind to yourself. And to be a lazy genius, you need to do that. You need to be kind to yourself and not just in cutting yourself slack when you mess up, but also in claiming something you are really good at and not being afraid of how that might sound or seem to other people. Last week was International Women's Day, and I think that a beautiful call to all of us as women or as people who know women, and therefore that's everyone, is to cheer each other on and what we're good at and champion our friends when they're brave enough to name something that they do well. You can still be humble and be confident. The definition of humble is to not be proud or arrogant, and the definition of confident is to be sure to have a strong belief and to be bold in that belief. You can do that without being proud or arrogant. You can say what you're good at and live it out without it being all about you. So often the things we're good at affect other people, right? They enhance the lives of other people. Your gifts and abilities and ways of uh, seeing and being in the world are impactful to the world. It's only when you make your gifts and abilities for yourself um, only not considering other people. That's when the arrogance comes in. And I'm fairly certain most of you are not in that category. This is a difficult ask because you're so avoidant of drawing attention to yourself. So this is just a reminder that you can say what you're good at with humility. You can be confident in what you're good at and not be self-centered. So why does it matter to know what you're good at? 
what happens when you name and say it. I think not saying anything or not naming it for yourself is like having a really amazing chef's knife in your kitchen and never using it. It's having a tool that you don't use. Now, I realize if you're good at something, you're likely going to utilize that thing in your life. But by not recognizing that it's a gift, that it's a superpower that you bring into situations, you're not going to go to that particular thing first. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Let's say, let's say you're really good at listening. You're really good at sitting with people in their pain. It doesn't make you uncomfortable. You don't feel compelled to fix anything. You can just be with someone who's hurting. That is an incredible thing to be good at. But if you don't name that as something that you uniquely offer, you might not see it as valuable when a friend's parent passes away. You send a text, you drop off a meal, both of which are amazingly helpful things, by the way, but maybe you see your ability to sit with people in pain as something that's not really valuable because you haven't named it. And the reality is someone who's hurting is often so lonely in their pain, but doesn't want to be with anyone who's trying to fix it or make things better or is trying to cheer them up. Now, sometimes we need cheering up. That's also a skill and a gift that you can bring to people, but we all need each other. And I hope that if you are the kind of person who can sit with people in their pain, that you name that as something you are good at. And then use that when situations arise. Open the drawer and grab the tool and use it without being embarrassed or feeling like you're stepping over a line. I think the more specific we are about what we can bring to a situation, the more confident we can be when it's time to actually do the thing. So one thing that feels important to say about this is that you're good at more than one thing. This is absolutely true of every single person. You're likely good at a number of things. Some are tangible, some are not, but they all count. So here are just a couple of perspectives I want you to consider as you name what you're good at and not just think it's like the one thing. Uh, The first, knowing and naming what you're good at, it helps you say no to things that maybe you're not as good at. Um, Or if you're one of those people that's kind of good at everything, name the things you're good at that bring you life, that bring life to others and focus on those more. Just because you can do something, this is the point, just because you can do something, it doesn't mean you have to or even should. And naming helps. Now, more specifically, I want you to be specific. Sometimes we are really general about what we're not good at. Like, I'm not good at cooking. Well, in general, professional cooks are really the only ones who are good at cooking because cooking is huge. It's such a huge category. But when you're thinking about what you're good at, be really specific. You can say, I'm really good at making soup. I make a great lasagna. I'm really good at baking bread or cooking this particular cookie that I've been baking since I was a kid. Be specific. The generalities are usually where we beat ourselves up. I'm not creative. I'm not smart. I'm not disciplined. I'm not musical. I'm not athletic. Those are all very broad and easy targets for you to be unkind to yourself. So I think the more specific you are, especially if you're less seasoned in being kind to yourself and saying what you're good at, the easier this practice will be. Specificity helps a lot. So you're good at doing accents and voices when you read or play with your kids. You're good at bringing different ideas together into one plan. You're good at picking the right song for the right moment, even though you like can't sing or play an instrument. 
You're good at making car rides fun. You're good at being genuinely kind to cashiers at stores. Be specific. The more you name these things that you are good at, the more I think you'll embrace them and even feel more whole and like yourself, which is going to benefit everyone around you. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've been lazy geniusing things for a lot of years now, but one thing that's at the root of almost every challenge we solve is a desire for more time. We want to get out the door in the morning, get dinner on the table, get all of our tasks done quickly so we have more time. The question is, time for what? The best way to add more time into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. For me, therapy helped me uncover what matters to me, the things I want to spend my time on so I can feel like myself more often. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TheLazyGenius today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TheLazyGenius. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. This episode is sponsored by Pros. I started using Pros because of a podcast ad over three years ago, and my hair has never been happier. Your hair and skin can sway your mood, they can impact your days in ways that you cannot underestimate. That's why Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. I love my Made for Kendra shampoo and conditioner formulas more than any other products I've ever tried on my hair. With Pros, it's easier to care for my hair and feel confident in how it looks daily. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash lazy genius. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash lazy genius. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash lazy genius. This episode is sponsored by Wayfair. I love being home, especially now that my home reflects my style. No matter your style, Wayfair is your go-to destination for home decor. The Waberhood exists in every zip code because Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love and makes it easy with fast and free shipping. We just hung the Sabine metal curved oval mirror in our dining room, and it's like the room took a deep breath and suddenly feels like itself. To find your own happy place in the Waberhood, just visit Wayfair on their website or through the Wayfair mobile app. Wayfair, every style, every home. Another perspective when you're thinking about this is to be sp- be specific to the situation. Think about what you're good at specific to the situation. Let's say you're like me and you just got a flyer from your kid's school asking for volunteers to help with the spring musical. So my son Sam is in show choir at his school. They've been working on this huge production of Aladdin for months now. So the choices on the parent volunteer flyer were three general times to just come and help and do whatever Uh, concessions, both providing the food and drinks and then selling them at the performance, 
selling tickets, doing costumes, and doing set design. Now, let's be clear, you guys. Kendra does not sew. Kendra does not really uh, paint. Kendra is creative, but not in the costume set design kind of way. Knowing um, knowing that, it made those two particular choices easy to not make, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not doing costumes or set design. Now, um, my husband and I, we both looked at the other options. And Kaz, in particular, is really welcoming. He is so good with new people. He can talk to any stranger. He just makes people feel at home. So guess what he wants to do? Sell tickets. Because, of course, that's a perfect place for him. Because it's a kind of greeting, you know. Um, he's, it's like welcoming people in. And everyone is a stranger when they walk in the door, but not for long because he's going to make them feel excited to come to the play when they buy their ticket from him. For me, I signed up for an afternoon volunteer for whatever because I'm a good team player. I'm good at making a task feel fun even when it's not. Um, I tend to be good at keeping conversations going, especially among people who don't know each other very well. I don't mind asking stupid icebreaker questions or like not knowing certain people, you know, and still having conversations with them. I don't mind introducing people to each other. I'm good at those things. I'm good in slightly uncomfortable social settings. And I'm good at following directions too. So being part of a random team for a couple of hours on a Tuesday afternoon is actually a really good use of what I'm good at. Not just for me, but for the benefit of everyone who's involved as well. So that's what I mean by being specific to the situation. You can look at the options of how you can contribute to a social setting when you're wondering, um, like to a party, to a project, a conversation. Name what thing you're good at specific to that situation and then do it. Don't worry about the other things as much. You know, don't feel bad that like, well, I should probably do costumes because that feels like, no, if you're not good at sewing and you don't care about costumes, leave that for someone who is good at sewing and does care about costumes and do what you're good at. So be specific about what you're good at and choose the thing you're most good at based on the specific situation. Now, so all of this might feel like a little silly, um, a little simplistic, or it might feel like a balm. I don't know, like the sun on your face on a chilly day or a blanket around your cold feet. You know that like deep soul relief we get from certain things? I really want this practice to do that for you. Name what you're good at and then live into it. There's this weird thing in culture, especially in church culture, I think, if I may say, where if you're not outside your comfort zone, if you're not doing something that you're not good at or uh, comfortable with, it doesn't count as much somehow. Like if it's not a struggle, if you're not suffering, then somehow it doesn't count. And I just want to tell you that that's not true. You were made in a very specific way with very specific gifts and talents and personality traits that your people need. They need your jokes. They need your ability to knit them a blanket. They need your homemade bread. They need your playlist you made just for them. They need your direction. They need your ability to think through every detail of an event. They need your hugs. I mean, golly day, y'all know people who are just like ridiculously good at giving hugs, right? It's like they were made to give hugs. And I think that's true. I think some people are made to give hugs. I think we are all made to offer specific beautiful things to the world. But until you name them and claim them, which I already regret saying, but here we are, you won't really live into those beautiful gifts. You might hide them or think that they're not valuable or worth anything. And I'm here to tell you that they they very, very much are. So that's all 
I want you to name what you're good at. If you need help, ask someone you know and love and trust to help you uh, name those things, to bring them out into the light. But name what you're good at. Be specific. Stop beating yourself up about these general categories of where you're not performing and what you're not good at. Be specific about what you are good at. And then do those things. Offer them to the world as a gift. And you're going to feel more whole. And you're going to encourage other people to feel more whole too. And that's it for today. I really hope that you feel encouraged by this. Um, And I am just so glad that you are here as yourself. And whatever that means, whatever you bring to this space, I'm just really grateful. So until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra, and I'll see you next week. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.